0: Welcome to the Keel Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we have none other than the keel-hauled Gold Hoarder crew. They are going to be joining us this June for their community episode, talking about the captaincy uh, trailer that came with the Xbox Bethesda showcase. We're going to be talking about DeMarco and the current mystery that's going on in Sea of Thieves, as well as some of our thoughts on what could potentially become in the future adventure uh, with Forsaken Hunter. So we've got a lot to talk about and there's a good conversation to be had by everyone. So thank them all for uh, joining me. If you want to do so, you can also join in for these as well too. All you have to do is go over to patreon.com forward slash podcast and join at the captain tier. Uh, it's at $10 a month and you can jump into the uh, Patreon channel that's on there and get the invite for the event. Happens at every uh, month at the end of the month. It's the last Saturday. Saturday. Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Central Time or Pacific Standard Time, uh, at in the Discord, and we usually just hang out there and and do that on the Saturday before the last Monday, whatever that is, and whatever that ends up being. But I usually put an event up in the Discord, and uh, with that, let's get into the rest of the patrons that are supporting and then get into the conversation thank you to people's republic l cute balls bam bam bagel slum captain hasco chateau Noof, zombie killer cloud cosmic johnson davram tv El Hefe esteban Fergatron, trickster jabaro 5 kazia the rogue lumpy srq okari and darth dub dub goose evil morpheus xbox mike 29 Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Raja the Brave, Rageous Stella, Rust Belt Kid, Norwegian, Skinny Matt, Scum Melt 666, Tarnished Film, That Kilted Guy, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Uriel Kanes, Big Bad Pad, Mina Ferry, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lore Chronologist, Deadeye Dre, ghost boy 20 evil martha peter miller ruski do straw hat connor thor von blitz windsor chris and zam wow thank you all so much for your support uh you guys really mean the world to me and thank you so much for uh, making so much possible with a podcast it is really helped out and if you want to support and you haven't been feel free to if not Head over, rate the show on any of the platforms that we're at. No worries. And with that, let's get into this episode. Welcome everyone to the Keelhauled uh, community podcast episode. It is the end of the month uh, for June, which means that every month we're going to be sitting down with any of the gold hoarders that are at the captain tier uh, and and uh, want to join up for this episode to share their thoughts and their, opi- their opinions on what's been going on. Uh, it has been an exceptionally busy week uh, for news wise, um, even though we really realistically like the, the season has been extended. Uh, they've still managed to find ways to keep me interested in what's going on on a week to week basis. Um, but I figured for the the rundown of this episode with the Gold Hoarders and getting their thoughts and their feelings on things, that uh, we would be able to talk about both the season seven announcement for Captaincy. Finally, that is announced. Uh, it's not just glitches and hearsay or, or people uh, leaking insider information. Um, but we uh, finally got the, the announcement for that. I would love to get your thoughts on how you feel about that about the sovereigns, what you think of them. Um, is this an, a good equilibrium for Reapers? And then we also have the uh, mystery that's going on right now with DeMarco. And there's been a lot of stuff that's been uncovered just in the last 24 hours uh, that regards to moving the story forward and moving it away from social media, which I've, I've actually really uh, thought was really cool. But I want to get some thoughts on that. And then, of course, we have the upcoming adventure, Adventure 5, The Forsaken Hunter. Uh, We got an interesting tweet that we'll dive into when we get to that uh, with this episode. But as always, I'm joined by the Gold Hoarders this week. Uh, We have a big cast of characters today. Uh, I'm going to run down the list, just kind of let everyone know what's going on, and then we'll kind of get into some thoughts. So uh, we have El Jefe Esteban joining us, Kylie the Aficionado, who's technically kind of here, but not 100% 100% here she's busy but she's she's in uh if she has the opportunity to jump in with some thoughts uh always appreciated Mina Ferry as always Murphy Lives Norwegian Registella Big Bad Pad and of course Xbox Mike 29 uh welcome everyone it's good to have you here it's good to to hear you and see uh what things are are, are going on for you and Sea of Thieves um but to kind of kick things off let's start off with season seven and captaincy um if you have some some feelings or you want to share some some thoughts about what you thought about the the actual uh trailer and in uh, captaincy let's go on with that and and if you have a, a thought go ahead and unmute and uh, uh kind of share your thoughts what do you got jefe
1: i'm excited about finally getting to namer ships i think that's gonna be cool um I don't know how I feel about the whole decorating the ship thing, which I'm sure for some folks, they're going to love it. It's going to be great, but I'm kind of indifferent about that one. Um, and I'm interested to see, they were talking about different kind of missions and stuff that you could do f- as a captain. I'm kind of interested to see what that's going to look like. Um, hopefully it'll be something new and interesting and not just, you know, wash, rinse and repeat of things. With the, uh, I don't know. It's it's we'll know when when it comes out but I am looking forward to uh, overall. And it's kind of a cool idea to be able to change the cosmetics up of more things on the ship, like in the captain's quarters. Um, that might be probably yeah. a kind of a cool thing to have as well. So in general, happy about the name. The rest of it is yet to be determined.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really interested about that captaincy quests that you mentioned, because I don't think a lot of people have really talked about what that potential could be. Uh, anyone else um, excited for captaincy or, or happy that it finally got announced, Regis?
2: It took them It took them a long bloody time, but it's about damn time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice they that been, they uh they finally got it
2: in. Yeah, they've been teasing this. For, they've been said this like since before launch, and it took them four years and four months to finally release it, and here we bloody are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh says i'm excited for captaincy naming and customizing ships will be great uh, but i do have concerns that there won't be enough in the season beyond uh hashtag or no not hashtag quote here have your own ship uh, but time will tell um hefe did you have some thoughts on that as well too
1: uh my my fear is that it's going to be kind of like season five was and just be a quality of life update which is good, but the fact that you tie the game up for three months or more if you delay it—it um, it just, I, you know—I don't know, I just feel like it can, you can burn through stuff pretty quick on those quality of life updates uh, without even really trying. Um, and so my fear is that it's just going to be—we'll have another quality of life season, and that'll be two out of three uh, where, yeah, they're adding stuff, but is it enough to keep people engaged?
0: yeah yeah and, and Kylia says uh too because bear in mind she's she's not able to actually talk uh unless she feels all, uh, the opportunity to but uh she did write in chat that uh we need new activities um does anyone else feel like the the marquee feature of captaincy is surface level and we are kind of concerned about what we'll actually be doing during the season uh, to kind of keep us invested with the rest of the actual gameplay. Uh, Mike, you, you opened up real quick, and then Norwegian, let's get you afterwards.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that, it's like we said before, um, it's about bloody time that this came. Uh, I know when I spoke to Mike Chapman at XO19 about the captaincy update, he told me it was fairly soon. That was two years ago. So, you know, that isn't fairly soon in my books, but... <laughs> Anyway, um, we'll leave it at that. But yeah, I think the 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 biggest, the best thing is going to be able to name your ships and stuff. But like, um, was it really just a minute ago? Somebody said it's it's going to be it's. Going to, I've got a feeling it's going to be one of those updates that we just get. You know, essentially what we've already got, but improved little bits and pieces, improved, mm-hmm. and not much else to do. It, 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 I, I, I did like, uh, or I do like the tall tales and the big sort of, you know, um, some new voyages, some new, even the Veil mission was great, you know, for a while that's been, that's been keeping us going, but I need more stuff like that, just being able to put new trinkets in places on the ship and not have to go into the menu and assign the sails and stuff. Each time, you know, isn't really going to keep me going for very long. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a worry, uh, but I'm just hoping there's going to be actual like ship progression, Mm -hmm. something that, you know, you can actually progress your ship and it gives us like a rank like we have for the gold hoarders and everything else, you know, level your ship up to level 75 or whatever. And the more things you unlock, the more cooler and better things you can attach to the on the ship and to the ship and around the ship, whatever, you know. Yeah, definitely. I hope there's. Some sort of something else that's going to keep us going other than just, oh, look, you've got a shiny new collectible to put on the shelf that you're probably not going to look at once you've put it there. That's my hope
0: anyway. I hope it, I hope it's more than just that. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Uh, Norwegian, what, what were you thinking?
2: Super excited for it. Uh, echoing the same thing. It is about damn time that we get this. Um, I don't know about the decorating your whole ship. I don't really think of, when was the last time you jumped on someone's ship and thought, hey, let me look at what you have in here. Oh, there's your treasure. I want that. You're not going there to look at what they have on their shelves. You're going in there for treasure. Um, customization is always great. It's going to be wonderful still, but not too excited about the customization. Just the naming your ship. That's that's all I wanted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's It'll be interesting to kind of see how this goes. Uh, Murphy, I haven't heard any, any thoughts from you yet. How are you feeling about captaincy on the surface level?
4: Hi there. Uh, yeah. Captaincy seems to be a good thing overall, but I'm curious about the collectibles again. Yeah. Who's really going to look at those beyond yourself the first time or, you know, that one pirate you invite on board, who doesn't decide to take your ship over or mess with you. Um, I'm excited to see how those things are earned, if there are certain achievements, like a whole new captaincy. Uh, it's it's not part of reputation, but I'm excited to see how those come about, if it's do this special thing on this special island or how that's going to come. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm kind of in the same boat with a lot of you. Uh, I know when things like captaincy comes out, having that kind of... Um, that surface level cosmetic change will be will be nice it will wear off after a while uh i always feel like things that get introduced into the game that are beyond that is what's really going to impact our day-to-day gameplay uh some of the quality of life improvements and with that uh i wanted to touch on the idea of sovereigns being the equalizers for reapers uh currently reapers Will accept any treasure regardless of what it is and give you the full uh, emissary value for that. Um, I know a bunch of you are still testing things on insiders and I, I don't want you to have to try and break NDA. Um, If you don't feel comfortable talking around that, uh, I am curious, how do you feel about the idea of having one place on an outpost at every outpost uh, where you can turn everything in and not necessarily speak to whether or not um, you're going to be able to get emissary grade for it or uh, value for that? But uh, does turning everything in at one place on outposts, uh, is that a positive enough change for all of you? Uh, if you if you have some feelings on it,
1: I'm okay with the idea of doing that. Uh, I will say that since they've erected those masts in game now, um, I, I think there's a ship at every outpost, <laughs> so it, it's, it's going to take some some kind of reprogramming of the brain for the new uh, the new stuff that the new the new structures that are there. I do think that it will be easier for sweat stains out there to camp the outpost if they know let's say you know you've got there's an athena around and you know you're finishing up a a bail mission relatively close to say outpost x uh to you know camp there um and be able to you know maybe more easily get a hold of get a hold of loot um i don't know again it's one of those things that to be determined uh in general i'm okay with it uh it just depends on how it all kind of translates and once it actually hits the game
0: definitely uh kylie you had some thoughts on that
2: Uh, i think it's lazy really um i also um yeah and i'm gonna bring up the probably unpopular opinion here where i feel like we could have been better served with the sovereigns elsewhere in the world but i mean the difference is i'm walking 30 feet one way or 10 feet the other way and i understand that it saves you from shuffling things back and forth and you've got one central turn in point point. But I would have liked to have maybe seen sovereigns on seaposts, like places outside of the standard outpost where you're going, anyways, to kind of give you better convenience when you're out in the world versus driving you to, say, six or seven central points.
0: Mm. That's a really interesting take. Um, I, I know Murphy, you were kind of feeling the same way on this, and then we'll get Norwegian uh, afterwards.
4: Yeah, I was just, uh, I was thinking the exact same thing. It seems like uh, where the Reaper could appear lazy, and the fact that I can take anything to him, or the Masked Stranger, or whoever it is these days. Uh, now you've done that by seven, and I, I, I think there's supposed to be some strategic thought in where you're going and what treasure's coming off when and where and. I just feel it takes away from that.
0: Mm, interesting. Okay. Uh, so Norwegian, you, you had some feelings on this. Um, uh, what, what are you thinking?
2: I like it. It's I'm kind of the opposite of them. I'm usually a solo slooper where I'm trying to be as fast and as efficient as I can. I'm not trying to spend a whole lot of time at an outpost. I'm trying to continue with the game and keep playing and not sit there. So I love the efficiency of being able to turn in fast. I guess I'll just have to increase the weight of my pirate then since he's not running as far.
0: That's kind of my perspective on this uh cuz genuinely when I am turning in stuff I I would rather get it turned in rapidly as opposed to to having to ferry it to the different vendors uh, given that the vendors are so spread out the the concern that I have tends to be that it it disincentivizes the the desire to interact with the different vendors uh which obviously this feels like a late game move for people um, I don't know the the details on it, but I have a feeling that it'll be something that will benefit folks that aren't concerned about uh, potentially reputation or commendation fixes, um, things like emissary values, things like that. That's kind of my my feelings on it. Uh, but you guys are having some discussion in chat here, and, and I want to get that on on the uh, the record here. So, Pad, what what are you what are you talking about as far as they want people to come across each other on outposts?
5: Uh, it was just um, in relation to Kylie's comment about obviously um, moving the Sovereigns to sea posts. The reason they've put them on the outposts is because they want people to have interactions and having people hand in at six or seven um, centralised points gives others the chance to attack, loot, whatever. Um, if you start spreading it out, um, then people are less likely to come across others with loot. So you'd have seven on top of the sea posts, places to hand stuff in. So people wouldn't be carrying loot as long.
0: That's true. They they do like to have interactions or at least people go to interactions. And I know already having the amount of uh, sea or, or outposts that we do, um, you can still come across other people, but it would be very easy for them to have a sovereign who takes... Everything at an out or at a sea post, uh, and then immediately be like, Oh, well, there's someone at the outpost, we're not going to bother, we'll just go north a little while, a little while and go turn everything to uh, the sea post instead, and we'll still get the value out of that. You wouldn't really see nearly as many uh, ship fights at outposts at that case. Hefe, what do you think?
1: I don't know, one. One concern that I have, and I just feel like I've seen this kind of creeping in over the last, I don't know, maybe the last year or so, is I feel like Rare is doing things to make the game easier. And, I don't know, I just I find that concerning. I mean, I get trying to want to make it, you know, more accessible for folks to be able to come in and, you know, and, and get a hold of things pretty quick, but, you know, it's okay for a game to be difficult. I mean, I feel like if you were to take, you know the kids of today and plop them back in like 1990 and make them play the games that we grew up on, on the NES, they would lose their absolute love and mind because they would never win because those things were so dang hard. Um, and I don't know. I just, I just feel like this with, with everything that, that they're doing, like, like, you know, nerfing uh, the, the Krakens. And, you know, I mean, if you're on a sleep, you can take out a Kraken literally in 15 seconds in and out 15 seconds. That's, I, that's, that's, I get if you're a solo sleeper, I I, I understand that, but I don't know. Mutant changing, they just, on this update this past week, they changed the, the timer on the ferry from like 30 seconds down to 15 seconds or something like that. I mean, it's, it's I don't know, just there's different things that they've done. They've turned off the volcano at Morrow's Peak. It's just, I feel like they just, they're dumbing things down, and I don't know if that's the best move.
0: Now, is that, you're you're coming at this um from the perspective of someone who's been playing for a very very long time and i want you to kind of think about what would it feel like if you were a day one player coming into the game and uh you had to deal with all of these things uh you come across a kraken on a sloop you have no clue what it is or how to handle it and you know that you've got cannons and and you might try and shoot it but If you don't know how to handle that or what the cues are, then it's going to feel threatening and and you may lose to that. So while I I do, I do agree that from your perspective, it it does feel like a dumbing down. Um, I do think that that how do you balance an open world game for every difficulty uh, that's out there for players? And you have to make some caveats in some cases, right?
1: oh fro oh, for sure oh for sure i mean if, if if someone was to come in i got a couple friends that are just now getting into the game and uh it is absolutely overwhelming there's so much stuff in the game that, that you know that they've put in over the last four years which is amazing and great and you know it's part of what makes the game as, as awesome as it is i couldn't imagine being a day one pirate right now because again like you're talking about you, you come in and just absolutely overwhelmed with with what to do and how to do uh so it's a balance. It is. You're right. You're hundred percent right. It's, it's a balancing act. I just, I just hope that they will do things that keep folks who've been there a long time engaged.
0: Well, that is kind of the idea to continue. That's kind of the idea around, uh, captaincy at this point. If, if my understanding is correct is they're looking for the people who have done everything, been everywhere. You don't have to worry about the the gold hoarder commendations or the merchant voyages. Uh, you've got all that knocked out. you're you're done with your your ledgers and you've got all the cosmetics through there. and you just want to farm loot. Uh, you want to go out and sink people and and have fun doing that. Uh, and you don't want to mess around with all the different trade companies because you're above them at this point. You're already maxed out. What do they matter to you? You just want to get the loot in. Uh, and that seems like the 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 perk there for the sovereign. So at least that's my understanding of where they're, why they're bringing this in and why they're tying it to captaincy. Um, But until until we really get our hands on this, uh, I think Mina has a really good perspective on this. Mina, if you want to share your thoughts on it.
6: Um, Well, I I don't understand why we need another hand in point at the outposts. We already have everywhere to hand in at the outpost. I also don't understand why we need another bunch of people to hand in full stop regardless of where they're at um, until I've seen what it's all about. Cause it's been very vague so far um, until I've seen what it's about and what it's like. I'm kind of holding my opinion till then. Cause I currently don't have one other than confusion.
0: <laughs> it's real fair. Mike, you had some thoughts? Yeah, pretty much mirroring
3: what Mina just said. It it, it feels odd having another hand in point. It would feels like it's just gonna make the rest of the uh, the you know the other traders pretty much redundant. You know, who's gonna go there? Um, I don't know whether they've got their own you know their own uh, leveling system and. Then, everyone would be leveling in there and people who still need gold hoarders would still have to go to the gold hoarders and order souls. You'd still have to go there or what? I don't understand. But at the moment, like Mina said, it's, it's a bit vague. Um, I think maybe so vague that it's, it's difficult to make a decision on, you know, give an opinion on it just yet, but at the moment, yeah, it it does feel a bit odd. Definitely does.
0: Um, I'm very interested to find out what it's going to be. Uh, Norwegian, you you had some hopes and some dreams for these sovereigns?
2: Uh, pretty much like everybody else here, I'm sure all of us have just about completed every faction, um, with the exception of Athena at this point. So hopefully it's new rewards, new cosmetics, new missions. That's what I'm hoping for that. Um, if that's the case, then no, I don't mind at all. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's there's some still some real big questions out there that I'm sure we'll find out more as we get closer and closer. We're about four weeks out from Captain Z coming with Season 7, uh, but right now we're dealing with a couple things that are happening in-game. Um, we've got the mystery, which is still ongoing, and Rare has been a lot more forthcoming with their information about what is going on with the mystery We have uh, T-shirts that are available that say I killed DeMarco or who killed DeMarco uh, that are available if you want to shop and and represent those. Um, I'm still very interested in in the kind of showcasing uh, a mystery as merchandise because out of context, it feels like a really weird shirt to be walking around in where people are going to be like, you killed DeMarco. Who's DeMarco? Why do you have a shirt that says I killed DeMarco? Um, So I, I like it for the collector aspect of it, but I, I, it seems kind of, (laughs) it seems like something I would expect uh, the team members at rare to wear during like promotional stuff. Um, But it would be very, I'd be interested to hear if anyone's decided to pick up those shirts. Uh, And with the mystery we did get uh, a bit of news that basically said that um, there was a conversation between DeMarco and Lassetti. and the conversation to paraphrase, it was basically them kind of stating that uh, they have to go do something and that they won't go do something or that they want to go do something, but they, they have to go do it. And the other one's trying to stop them. Um, and essentially the, it ends off uh, with a very interesting kind of like sci- aside, I would guess it'd be like an aside uh, where Lissetti refers to uh, being startled by someone and that there's a skeleton nearby and then that they're, they're speaking to someone named T and she basically says I can't let him do this whatever it takes I have to huh what was that sound there's a skelly hiding hiding here uh, get out of the way T and then it's cut off and then there's a question about who T is so if You've been in the game, you've probably had the idea. Well, all of the shopkeeps have names associated with their task. Uh the equipment vendor is for tools, so all of their names are T's. All of the tavern keeps uh are for T for so they're all named T. All the shipwrights have S names. All of the um who am I forgetting here? All the weaponsmiths have W names, and then all of the clothing clothing vendors have uh C names. Um so with this Uh, we started having people go out and venturing out to to talk to the people who start with a a T in their name, uh, holding the lantern. And we found out that many of them have had very cryptic uh, things to say. And it turns out that all of the things that they say have actually been tied to locations and times. And if you find out what the location is and you go there during this time, you'll be able to use the lantern to view Uh, in interaction with that person that they were talking with uh, to to kind of show that DeMarco was was talking with them and I'm kind of curious how do you guys feel about this Um, do you do you you like it do you like that it's more in game Uh, I've been very impressed with this because it feels like to me at least um, the the saying goodbye uh, when someone knows like they're going to die and they know that they're, 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 resolved in that, they generally go around and make peace or they go and say their goodbyes to people. And that's very much what this, what this feels like, uh, on the surface level, um, but i wanted to get some thoughts on this because for a long time we've been looking at a music box that has weird symbols on it and waiting to try and finally get as many likes as you possibly need to be able to unlock the next part of the mystery so we can move forward with it Um, but what did you guys all think of this Uh, norwegian you've been talking in chat Uh, let's get your thoughts on this
2: i'm not gonna lie i was 100 not interested anymore in the mystery Until they came back with this, um, just found out about it this morning and kind of was starting to play around with it and look at it. Uh, Finally, it's in the game and not on Twitter where we have to retweet and like things. This is where it should have been. This is fun now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Murphy, you haven't chatted in a bit. Uh, Any feelings or thoughts on on the mystery?
2: Uh, Yeah, uh, I've been
4: apprehensive about the mystery. Uh, I think I stated to you, Logan, that it feels like I'm Inspector Lestrade coming back from vacation because Mm -hmm. I'm often at work when the mystery presents itself and is quickly figured out by the community. Um, So to see it back in game is nice, but um, unless there's more rewards cosmetics, such as the fallen sea dog lantern, I really can't see myself going to read these notes. Without a uh, without a cosmetic incentive to do so, because I can read them on Twitter. Yeah,
3: I'd it, second. I'd second that. And I, I don't. I've been in to do the one on the island um, to get the lantern, but I haven't really. I've I've seen the stuff on Twitter, and that's enough for me to you know. <laughs> popped in. I popped
0: into one Mina's
3: game the other day, and we went and had a bit of a mooch round. But that's the first time in ages.
0: So. Pad, you you've been chatting as well too. How how do you feel?
3: Uh,
5: yeah, absolutely zero interest. Um, I, I I'm I'm not exactly a spring chicken anymore, and so technology. Okay, not some of it passes me by, but the social media part. just I haven't got the time. If I want, if 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 I want a progressive story, it's going to be in game. They could have stuck that in a a, a tall tale, mm-hmm. and actually, and actually had a season of it, rather than trying to stick it on a social media gateway, driving people to retweet and like and. I just, no, I wasn't interested. Like Mike, I literally logged in, got the lantern, and then, nah, not
0: interested anymore. Sorry. <laughs> the world to me, and I continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you. With that, Pirates, let's get back to the show. I like these takes. Uh, Hefe, let's go with you, and then Mina, I want to get your feelings on it as well.
1: I am way more engaged when there are things that are in-game. Um, and Like we've talked about in the past, uh, I, I, I'm okay with some very surface level of the social media stuff but i feel like that there with there's been way too much of this stuff locked behind social media gates and i don't know I, again i have no desire to just be a pawn in their marketing push to you know make themselves trend on twitter and you know look better for you know the big parent Microsoft, that, like, oh, look, see, we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing great, you know, that kind of stuff. I get, I get that there's, there's purpose behind that, but I, I just, I don't know, I felt it cheap, and lazy, and there's better ways to do it, and, and the fact that, like, this new round of stuff is in-game, I, that i I find that much more appealing.
0: Mina, how are you feeling about it?
6: I mean, they decided that they wanted to go down the Twitter and stuff route. I personally don't spend enough time on social media to have cottoned on to any of it if it wasn't for the fact that I, I basically live in Discord. <laughs> um, and people sharing, finding things and, oh, this tweet's gone out and sharing it in the channel for the mystery i wouldn't have known any of it um because i might go on once a day maybe once every few days to twitter or whatever and it's it would have been completely lost on me whereas if there's stuff in game i'm the same i would much rather go and look at it in game
0: man that's really interesting Is, is anyone Anyone actually following it on Twitter, like kind of as it's happened, that's in chat right now, other than obviously me.
4: Twitter is where I get it most. um, And that's throughout the day. I'm definitely uh, less efficient at work as a result. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's that's where I'm following it. But if I take a few days off, I'm completely lost. I'm scrolling for days to figure out what might have happened. And yes, as Regis says, wait for Falcor to clear it all up for us. Interesting.
0: You guys all really bring up a really interesting perspective that I don't think I've seen much of, um, which is it makes me so glad that we're having this conversation now because uh, as as the kind of social media uh, machine churns and and people work out the mysteries and stuff,. Um, There have been points where even I've been lost, like I wasn't sure how people were figuring out the location and time for a lot of this until I started actually talking to the NPCs in game. But there is a large portion of the Sea of Thieves community that love and enjoy the game and do enjoy the lore who aren't following social media for this. And they've been putting out videos to try and showcase some of this stuff. Uh, But I do think that you all bring a very clear and distinct point to this experiment as the mystery goes on. There's going to be a large portion of people who will never, ever see any of this stuff going on. They'll never understand about the notes. They'll never find a note. And using uh, social media as a way to to kind of keep the game interest on those platforms uh, alive feels like it is doing a disservice in a way to the folks who are just playing the game but still love lore, who aren't being presented by uh, this stuff completely outright. Like there's there's nothing at Lorena that that mentions. Uh, to my knowledge, anything going on about this murder, uh, no one's mentioned anything um, to to anyone. Uh, you know, like why is why is uh, uh, and we'll get into this in a little bit. But why is um, Demarco missing from the Sea Dog Tavern? And there's nothing in the game that really explicitly says like what's going on, unless you follow social media or you just happen to go to Sea Dog's Rest and happen to find. The skeleton, um, but it's 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 interesting to think about how there's a large portion of the community who are completely missing out on everything that's going on because so much of this is pushed out to social media posts and and not kept in game, and I think that's part of the reason why I think they said back in the last podcast uh, that you. They're, they're hoping to get at least the trailers for the adventures on the front end of the game so that you can actually keep up with the adventure. Um, and you guys actually, Norwegian, you bring up a really good, interesting point as well, too. Do you want to talk about that real quick?
2: About the how the NPCs aren't being updated?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Dive into that. Give, give folks a little bit of a background about what's going on with new Golden Sands.
2: <laughs> Everybody at Golden Sands. Hey, do you remember getting abducted? Nope, I don't either. Uh, that's pretty much where it is. I I know that they said they're going to update things slowly over time. That's great, but uh I don't know. If I got kidnapped and thrown in a dungeon, I'd kind of want to talk about it to somebody and uh get that off my chest. But yeah, no nobody seems to remember. You go to uh Sea Dog Tavern. Nobody's talking about DeMarco just on uh Sea Dog Rest. That's about it. So would love to see them add a few lines of uh, context.
0: Murphy you got some some thoughts on this too
4: Oh not really I haven't been over to new golden sands quite yet Which is a awful naming convention by the way But I just wondered if they literally if Norwegian put it the way you put it Hey do you remember being kidnapped me either Like who who told you you were kidnapped or do they literally not bring it up I haven't been over there so I don't know
0: (laughs) Uh, Hefe um, you, you feel like you've you've got some thoughts
4: I would just think that slight
1: updates to, you know, what they have to say would have been appropriate um, instead of just kind of going back to just the normal standard wording that they had before. I don't know. It just Again, it's just one of those things that, I don't know, it just feels lazy at this point.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder if we're going to get anything like that changed up. And it does feel like there's a bit of a disconnect between the social media and like the whole event that we had with New Golden Sands. And a lot of people are going to come into the game or or come back to the game who weren't participating in those adventures and wonder why Golden Sands is just called New Golden Sands. Uh, There's no there's no indication from any of the NPCs about what actually happened. Uh, So it is kind of odd that we really don't know, like, what's going to happen with those. Maybe they will. But uh, at the moment, we we don't have anything that suggests that. as we're kind of finishing up here, uh, I want to get some thoughts and some feelings on some, some the next adventure. Because the next adventure is called Forsaken Hunter. Uh, we got a tweet about this that kind of talks a little bit about what to expect. The, the Forsaken Hunter is going to have a trailer that I'll do a reaction to probably tomorrow when it goes live. Uh, but on the 27th at 3 p.m. UTC, uh, there is going to be a, a cinematic trailer. That will kind of dive into um, what the Forsaken Hunter is going to be. Obviously, if you've uh, gotten a chance to go over to uh, Steven Spoils, Merrick is missing and has been since the uh, change-up, uh, which definitely suggests that the the hunter, Merrick, is uh, doomed and uh, something has happened to him. And the image that they posted with this uh, was of Wanda the Warsmith, uh, duke the dark lord and a, a random phantom who i don't know why they put a phantom there but so there's three possibilities in this case uh merrick is missing because of either Wander the warsmith duke the dark lord or the the spawn rate of phantoms on islands i can't quite decide uh but how do you all feel about a mystery for another missing person in the sea of Thieves on top of what we are already dealing with uh in the game with demarco and feel free to jump in too if you guys want. I think
6: the, maybe uh, he's just gone hunting for the white Meg again.
0: I was about to say that nobody seems that keen on commenting because there's
3: much to say really. I don't think, not, I think anyone's that interested.
6: His wife's
2: upset that he uh, went hunting again and that's why he's missing. Yeah, the wife got him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do think it's interesting that now, a year after the Dark Brethren was kind of presented, we might. Be seeing them have a presence again and that's only going on you know just that that clip on twitter of you know duke and wanda um i, I am interested about that i've i've been very curious with the lore progression kind of of that group of people um so hopefully maybe we'll get some movement kind of on that side of the house lore wise
0: it would be really nice to have a little more resolution as to what happened or how how the dark brethren court are managing given that we stopped them during the tall tales for pirate life uh this this week kind of commemorated the the one-year anniversary of a pirate's life and um i'm reminded about how much i enjoyed that content and how i loved being able to venture through that uh completely unaware of what to expect and being able to find the the lore and the history and uh, suss out details about what was going on uh, during that time was fantastic, uh, I'm not going to lie. And there's definitely something to be said about the Tall Tales. Um, I'm a little concerned, and maybe you maybe you guys feel this as, way, as, as well too, but I'm a little worried that with Adventures being an ever-growing presence with Sea of Thieves and Seasons that we won't see Tall Tales anymore. And that I think Tall Tales are just a a thing that just takes too long for them to build out to test and to implement. Uh that they're just going to move forward with more adventures and mysteries as the new form of a tall tale. Um but do you guys have that concern? Am I am I off base here?
2: Unless they do like another pirate crossover with like Monkey Island or something like that, then I don't think we're gonna see tall tales for a long time. Like maybe next time there's another pirate crossover
3: don't tease me regis
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> i it's want like monkey
0: islands <laughs> My favorite thing
3: i know you do <laughs> but no i i, no, I, I, I want- agree I, I agree with you i i you know i, I hope they do more of that um mm-hmm. but going back to something that i think you said in one of the well a much earlier podcasts about the tall tale uh, the pirate's life tall tales logan was it was nice to have them all but it could have been spaced out a bit more rather than them all coming at once yeah they could have sped they could have spread those tall tales out one every week for five weeks rather than giving them us all in one week you know that would have been nicer to do it that way or even if it was a couple of weeks between each one kind of like adventures yeah, that's what they should do with the. I, I hope we do get more more tall tales and not just these adventures. And I hope that they do it slightly slower the tall tales because, but you know, not just adventures because they do. You know, they're, they're good for the for what they are at the
0: time, but you know, soon get boring. So Tall Tales are very kind of set in time with Pirate's Life, with uh, the original Tall Tales that we have. uh, Those are things that are impactful for the time that we get them. People generally do them, but generally most folks, I would say, probably don't go back to them on a regular basis. So they're they're, uh, something that gets added to the game that is great for folks that want to come in to experience them for the first time. Uh, But after that, they kind of lie dormant. So I'm, I'm curious, how do you guys feel about the, the difference between having a tall tale that you, you enjoy, it's a really curated experience, it's, it's great and it's added to the game permanently, versus the, the adventures which uh, shift and change, they're not nearly as, as uh, elaborate as a tall tale. But it is something that that progresses and then it's out of the game and you don't have to worry about uh, you don't have to worry about it staying in the game and and adding more resources or or things like that. Um, But for for all intents purposes, it's it's ephemeral, like you're not going to be able to go back to that at any point.
1: Well, going back to our earlier point, talking about, you know, newer players coming to the game now, um, the good thing about the tall tale structure is that they whether you're a day one pirate or a day yesterday pirate, uh, you have the ability to go in and progress through those stories and pick up on those pieces of lore and all of that. Whereas now with the structure, um, if you miss it, you miss it, and there's, there's no catching up. Uh, so in that regard, I like the tall tale structure better. Um, but for me personally I, I mean I'm caught up and will continue to stay caught up just because you know, I love the game and you know this is you know the mainly the main game that I play uh, but I could definitely see how folks um who aren't as consistent playing could easily get lost missing some of those pieces of the adventure um so I, I just wish i wish there was a way that there could be some permanency to it in some way maybe i don't know at the end they 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 take all these pieces and make a tall tale out of it or something um but kind of you know be able to go back in and just recap everything uh but i don't know it's 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 an interesting concept for sure but i think out of the two i think the tall tale structure is
0: better you definitely see that uh kylie wrote in uh, into chat and says uh i'd like to see more evolution in the tall tale making them less quote-unquote set in time Uh, for example now that I've done the original five times each there's a little motivation there's little motivation uh, for us to replay other than it's different islands Uh, I'd like to see maybe different rewards or something nudging us to do replays for some reason And uh, a few of you uh, agree with that sentiment as well. Anyone want to build off of what Kylia said? The the setting time thing is is also something that I think we've mentioned in
3: the past about the, the Veil missions, is that once we've presumably in the future, the Veil will be either broken and open or it will be sealed and fixed. And yet we've got these Veil missions that kind of want us to go and find the stones and stuff so it would it, so will be interesting to see what happens to them as well in the future it be i suppose they could just change the format of the stories and the and that veil mission maybe just update them maybe i don't don't know it's just a thought i had about those veil missions in particular and they probably have a similarity a similarity to the uh the tall tales as well because like i say they're set in a time um, and things around the world change but they don't so it'd be nice to maybe have some sort of update but i don't know you could do that without changing the stories it'd be interesting it's tough
0: um they made a choice and they they're they're kind of going with that i hope that this the feedback that we've given as as a community have helped to inform future missions that are like that uh and you're not wrong uh to to hope that maybe there's a a, an opportunity for them to uh, do something that can be adjusted or changed in the future if they're able to add in different modules to uh get a different voyage together um we'll, we'll have to wait and see uh, Murphy Lives posted something in chat here that um, I, I think it's worth bringing up, uh, though it's hard to say like if there's anything tied to this. And uh, it ties to the Forsaken Hunter uh, image that we got from Twitter. And uh, he posted two images kind of side by side where we saw that the image for the Forsaken Hunter has... Um, Wanda the Warsmith, Duke the Dark Lord, and then a Phantom. Uh, I didn't make this connection until now, but Murphy posted a clip from the Season 7 captaincy, or Captains of Adventure trailer where uh, John McMurtry's pirate who is the the voice of Sea of Thieves, is walking amongst the crowd, kind of showing off baubles for the captaincy. And uh, one of the pirates that is sitting at the table um, is uh, a pirate that looks exactly like the phantom that is in the promotional image for the Forsaken Hunter. Uh, It begs to question, is Merrick uh, alive? Is uh, Merrick dead? And did he take someone with him? Or is this pirate uh, dead or is it just one of those uh, pirate infinite or infinite pirate generator situations where they just they use this this pirate to create it and they made him a phantom, uh, not realizing that they'd used that model more recently in the season seven trailer. Um, Very interesting to kind of uh, propose there, but it might suggest that the Forsaken Hunter event actually starts to push us over to the Sea of the Damned, which would be... Be a nice way to capitalize on those gigantic rocks that we have out in the Sea of Thieves that uh we we don't know anything about. And if that's the case, one of the things that we did get this update to, alongside the shorter respawn time, uh was Wanda's war or Wanda the Warsmith's hideout is trashed at the moment uh there's a whole bunch of uh burnt banners that or, or fabric uh flags that used to bear the mark of uh flame hearts uh flaming heart his his icon that is typically on his livery set uh those were all burnt um the paintings of that iconography around the the hideout are smudged uh the the ash and dragon uh figurehead that was in the rocks uh, down in that cave system has been ripped down and there is a box of wondrous secrets that has been opened um, and is lying open in that that uh, the the hideout there um, and you can actually look inside of it. Which ties it all the way back to the first year for uh, Forsaken Shores when we found out who Stitcher Jim is and found out that Stitcher Jim had uh, given up his loyalty to the Gold Hoarder who he was originally uh, partnered with back in the Athena's Voyage or Athena's Voyage what was the name of the Athena's fortune book and moved over to flame heart at this point uh, stitcher gym has still been missing but now being able to see inside the box of wondrous secrets we can see that it is the uh, sky box for the space that is in between our realm and the sea of the damned uh, it is that very very green starry night sky and it is reflective um has anyone had a chance to venture over to uh wanda's uh workshop or has have seen the images of this um and if so what did you think of it uh do you think that that this is kind of alluding to wanda uh trying to to get something um a little bit uh a little bit more powerful to uncover a, a way to get to the sea of the damned possibly to get at flame heart maybe no no Ovaltine in the box norwegian very cheeky comment though i appreciate that (laughs) mina you haven't been there
6: uh no not yet but i i'm hoping to jump off at some point and go and have a nosy myself it's soon (laughs) i like
0: that that's a good word um Has anyone gotten a chance to go over there or anyone have any thoughts on uh, why the Box of Wondrous Secrets would be open inside uh, Wanda the Warsmith's uh, hideout there?
4: I've taken a look and uh, I assumed it was Wanda herself who trashed it. Uh, Yeah. But that's that's a guess. Um, Just from her disappointment in right way back to the uh, Heart of Fire curse and uh, her disappointment in was that Flameheart? Mm -hmm. Uh, Been so long Um, (laughs) that uh, she's fed up and was double-crossed one too many times. And I assume she was just wiping away her past connections. As for the open box, why? I don't know. Beyond to move uh, move plot, I don't know. I think,
0: and this is just kind of coming off the cuff here, but Wanda seems very upset with Flameheart. And I I agree with you that I think it was uh, Wanda. I think that she was effectively doing the thing that every teenager after a breakup uh would do which is you know you burn all of the possessions of the person that that you that you broke up with and uh in this case it happens to be flameheart she's uh ridding herself of the infatuation and she wants to understand uh, why stitcher jim chose flameheart over uh the gold hoarder especially given that she's now working with the gold hoarder in the dark brethren court uh so because of that, I have a feeling that she had a desire for more power. And if you think to um, Mina, I love the comment there. <laughs> Teenager, you did that in your 20s. I I'm, I'm, I don't blame you for that. And I think what's happening here is Wanda, uh, before she turned into the Warsmith, sought out more power. She wanted more power in the Sea of Thieves, which is why she went out and got the cannon uh, to to use the iron from that to craft and create the cursed cannonballs, uh, she is a weaponsmith at the heart of it, and she's there to cause war, and she's co- she's there to to get power. So I have a feeling that her playing around in the in the hideout with the box of wondrous secrets is an attempt of her getting uh, trying to get at more power. She saw what Stitcher did or Stitcher Jim did after getting uh, just looking in the box he swapped a lot, uh, allegiances from the gold hoarder. Um, so she's looking to get some of that power as well too. And I think she's looking to find a way to, uh, craft her own version maybe of the veil mask now that it's out of the hands of the Reapers and into the hands of, of Ramses. She's obviously probably not going to be able to get her hands on that. So, uh, she's probably doing what she does best, which is create her own weapon potentially, but, those are just kind of some of the the loose thoughts that I'm having right now as I start to think about it. All right. Was there anything that you guys wanted to touch on that we haven't gotten a chance to touch on yet? I feel like, I feel like there
3: is, but I'm totally, I'm totally blank. I, I was, I could mention that um, what I said in the, in the discord before is just like... Uh, I'm, I'm a bit disheartened with the whole of gaming, uh, from Xbox at the moment. There's there's really not much much in the future that I'm looking forward to. And usually by this point, I've got something to look forward to. And the only thing from that E3, E3 not E3 showcase really was the captaincy update. And even that, I'm a bit worried about. So it's a big uh, it's a big worry for me at the moment have not got anything that's keeping me keeping me uh, playing at the moment, so I'm sort of flicking between a few games, but nothing's really taking my fancy and uh yeah, yeah I, I just I just really hope that I really hope this captaincy update is more than just like we said before just a few few little trinkety things we can add to the ship and putting our name on it uh, you guys so all I can i can think of saying
0: yeah you guys did mention that you you've been feeling like this season the drag was was a, a little rough right now and that you guys are getting a little bored with uh the lack of of something new on the horizon right definitely the
3: the the extension of this this season six i think it got extended by five weeks was it Mm. Yeah, and I'd already been finished. I mean, probably like everyone else here, (laughs) finished this season many, many weeks before that. So when it got extended for another five weeks, it was a bit, uh, bit of a downer. But uh, yeah. It's a shame, really. A, this doesn't feel
0: like there's much, much happening at the moment. Well, the good news is, is that while this has been extended, uh, we know that there is content on the horizon, and I, I definitely feel you there. Um, I've been going back and, and playing other stuff lately. Uh, I still have plenty of stuff to keep me busy most of the time, but I, I am hoping that this delay is exactly what it needs to be, which is to, to try and make sure that when captaincy comes out, that it is a, a, in a much more stable state. Um, if I recall, this is the first time they've actually delayed a season and it's not unprecedented in the industry. There's definitely been other games that have delayed seasons and pushed content out and Uh, generally in my experience when that happens it's usually for the better Um, so I have faith in the team wanting to put out the best content they can uh, especially given that this was something that was showcased at Xbox Bethesda showcase um, just a a few weeks ago so uh, hopefully we have something to look forward to we'll still have to wait and see I would love if Rare has uh, the ability to put in the pipeline some videos that kind of dig more into uh, the Sovereigns, the Captain Voyages, the Captain's Logs that Patty had mentioned in chat earlier. I want to know more about those as well, too. Uh, and just how how we're going to, to find out more about this kind of stuff um, and, and kind of give us a little more leading into it to kind of keep us fed as far as, like, what's going to go on with Season 7. But I think with that uh we'll go ahead and round things out um did anyone have anything that they wanted to share or or anything they wanted to showcase as we head out uh let's start off with hefe anything going on with you
1: nothing in particular just a reminder to folks that um if you're kind of new to the game and need some help we do have the sherpa program out there i think this past week a group got together and went and did the skeleton thrones event um so something you know throwback from Mini moon ago uh so they we're there we're available to help just to uh, pop in the that, that channel and let us know what you need and we've got folks literally all over the world so we've got pretty much most of the uh time zones covered and we can definitely pair you up with uh somebody to help you out
0: yeah it's true and it's funny that they went and did the skeleton thrones when they did because shortly uh a bit ago i just found out that there's actually one of those Uh, DeMarco Easter egg things actually on the Marauder's Arch throne that that you have to go up to to see. Uh, So that's, uh, it's funny that they ended up doing that before the the event actually kicked off for the the murder mystery. And uh, let's, uh, Kylie, if you've got anything you want to share or or, uh, put out, nope, uh, just working on Destination Indie. Uh, Also, if you haven't played a Pirate's Life Tall Tales, do it. I've always, uh, I'm always happy to work with people Who want any kind of tall tales uh nudges but without having without telling them how to do it is what she's saying in chat here so uh, unfortunately she's been she's been working on uh testing and, and learning classes and stuff like that so she hasn't been able to uh actually voice her her opinions and thoughts this episode but hopefully that'll be rectified in the future try and find out how to how to do that she says how to coordinate the repair process that sounds like a, a super fun test or, or class that you're taking there uh as we kind of move on uh mina uh any any parting wisdom or or thoughts that you have or anything that you're you're doing
6: uh no not really i think we're just pattering
0: fair enough uh murphy lives um, always on Twitter from when I see you chatting about and stuff, anything going on you want to showcase?
4: Uh, no, not too much going on. Uh, just uh, my time on the seas seems less and less. So if anyone anywhere ever wants to play,
2: let me know and I'll let you know if I can. Awesome.
0: Norwegian, anything going on with you? You want to
2: share? Just wanted to shout out again to the uh, Sherpa program. It's great. If you ever need any help, please reach out to them. They're fantastic people. Um, Hope we never have to go back up to Marauder's Arch for that throne again. So, thank you guys. <laughs>
0: it's, it's always easier in a galleon, sadly. Regis, anything going on with you?
2: Uh, nothing much. But although I did decide to do a to write myself a parody song of the One Man Shanty.
0: Oh, nice, awesome.
2: Yeah, Great. which which kind of is in, in the context of my uh, of my of one of my fanfics. So. Yeah. I have to release a few chapters for it to, to make any semblance of sense. Oh
0: no worries. That's fun though. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Patty, I know I know you're old and, and get ready to take your nap. Um, but anything going on before you fall asleep on me?
5: No, 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 nothing whatsoever. Um by the time this comes out we'll have already sailed with Sightless on the Sunday, so
0: that is I, I will say nothing, that you guys you got you and, and Mina helping out. Um sightless combat every saturday morning it's 7 a.m uh pacific standard time 10 a.m eastern standard time 3 p.m gmt is that correct yes yes okay so that is sunday not saturday oh did i say oh sorry sunday um so uh, old age my brain's getting bad uh keep catching up yeah, <laughs> I really am. Xbox Mike twenty nine. Thank you for jumping in. I know you haven't uh, felt like you've you've really been too too involved with Sea Thieves lately, and I don't I don't blame you with other stuff going on. But um, what do you got going on that you want to showcase? I know you're still doing the uh, the Sea of Tuesdays uh mix up yeah 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 i mean the mix up
3: uh, midweek mix up crew we uh we have sea tuesdays and we've been uh, lucky enough to have paddy join us a couple of times as well which has been great thanks again for that buddy
0: yeah he's been cheating on me um (laughs) um, but
3: yeah it'd be be nice to say i had some unboxing videos come in but it feels like every single thing i've ordered is either delayed or it's cancelled on me so it's just yeah Especially Sea of Thieves things. I mean, I don't. Has anybody received the Sea of Thieves loot crate yet? Mm. I think that's still. I know some people thought they were getting it and then received the wrong one.
0: I didn't. Um, yeah, you're talking about the the glow in the dark. Glow in bottle? the dark. Ship in a bottle. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, I held off on that one.
3: Yeah, well, that one. That one's still. Out there somewhere. Um, uh, I've ordered the I ordered the silver ingot rather than the I've got the gold ingot, the Sea of Thieves one. Uh, but the silver one I got ordered from Zavi. That's still somewhere. Who knows? That's still processing. It says. Um, yeah. I even ordered just the just the keyring. That's the old. I, I never own. I never bought the key keyring that uh, they do. That's been out since I think since launch, and even that's mm-hmm. been delayed. Oof. I don't know what's going on at the moment. It feels like everything just keeps getting put back. So I haven't got any unboxing videos due that I know of because I just don't know when anything's coming. Man. And then like so I see it Tuesdays and sailing on Sunday with Sightless and Padamina. So that's me at the moment.
0: Awesome. Well, if they want to, I, I would definitely recommend uh, heading over to your YouTube channel and making sure that, that you guys get subscribed. Um, you can also watch... Uh, your streams over is uh, twitch, twitch.tv forward slash xboxmik29, and the YouTube is just yeah. the youtube.com slash c slash xboxmik29 as well. So definitely go go give Mike a uh, subscribe so you can keep up to date because I do love your unboxings. It's nice to see uh, see stuff that I, I would normally spend money on, but I, I let you spend the money on it, so that way I don't have to. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> awesome.
3: My well, wallet. Thanks, you. Honestly,
0: <laughs> we're going to get you a bunch of stuff. Um, there's a, a bunch of stuff going on with the, the mystery right now. So keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye on the Discord. And I, I, I will echo as well to um, make sure you guys are jumping into the Discord channel to. Uh, hit up the Sherpas if there's something that you want to work on that sometimes that stuff requires multiple crews. I would I would recommend hitting them up about doing a skeleton fort uh, with an alliance crew so that you could get the uh, the the skeleton curse balls uh, taken care of. Because that's always a tough one to do, um, coming across a fort and being able to work with someone on that fort at the same time. So plenty of things to, to work on during the time where we are waiting for content to come out. And not really having a good direction on what we should be working on, especially for those of you who are already Athena 30, uh, you ridiculous, ridiculous people. Uh, get some sleep. Take care of yourself. Stop, you know, stop spending so much time. And uh, Regis.
3: Can I, say, can I say one other thing as well, just before you move on? Yeah. I'm I'm also a full time panel member on the Midweek Mix Up uh, podcast as well now. So that's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Uh, PST. Yeah. So yeah, tune in for that as well. If you like and, Xbox News. That's a good that's, one too. Uh, yes, thank
0: you. And that's with uh it's with Wandering Dutch, with um, wandering Dutch. Foxen, uh, uh Erwin. I'm trying to remember who else is on there too. at the moment it's just
3: it's me, me Wandering Dutch, uh the general C and then there's a, sort of a few others that come and flit and, flit and flow between, yeah. you know, at the moment. Erwin uh, is currently busy at the moment, uh, just got married and moving and stuff, so he's oh, not on that. it at the moment. Um, and, yeah, Vin, uh, heads up, Vin, and Padger, um, and a few others, that are sort of regular, but, you know, we all sort of swap and move around a bit as well when we need to, so, yeah, it's a good crew. It,
4: yeah
0: good good content good especially if you're a fan of xbox which if you're listening to a see these podcast, yeah. there's a good chance you're an xbox fan as well too so yeah. keep, keep an eye out for that as well um and i think that's gonna do it uh folks friends pirates thank you so much for joining me this episode uh i'm glad to see so many of you and get a chance to talk with you especially with a lot of the opinions that uh we we got to talk on because they definitely weren't what i expected and i love that because I know with Rare listening, uh, they they need to get the the feedback that's not just from the streamers and from the the Twitch replies and stuff. Uh, They they like to have kind of like the real folks kind of chatting about what their experience is, especially with some of the stuff that's coming in the future. So uh, thank you all so much for jumping in. Thank you for having us. following is a public service announcement from the Starter Set Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is your d d campaign. This is the Starter Set podcast.
5: You know how, like, poison frogs don't lick each other's backs? So, it's
3: Howl's Moving Castle mm-hmm. with a face. Mm. Hey there, I'm Great Mandibles because one of the parties speaks abyssal. You're all going to die.
2: <laughs> and then adventure falls into your lap. Plop.
4: This is your d campaign after listening to the Starter Set Podcast.
0: <laughs> so join Sam and Ed every Friday on the Starter Set Podcast for prime Dungeons & Dragons content.
2: Any questions? Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls.
3: But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it.
2: You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there.